What's going on, Golf Addicts? DB here. You know, Pat walked off the last podcast, and uh, he's yet to come back. So who knows? He may be back this week. He may not for the John Deere Classic 2021. Um, you know, it's it's kind of a it's kind of a weird week. You know, it's a weird golf tournament. Terrible field. Really terrible field. Um, and you know, Pat was pissed last week. We all saw him walk off the show on the betting podcast. It's, we've been doing this six years. He's never done that before. But he did it. He did it last week, and uh, and we all got a good laugh out of it. But we all are also concerned. And so maybe he'll be here. Maybe he won't. I don't know. Uh, we shall see. But the show must go on. And your boy DB is here for a good time. You know, we're presented as always by our friends at FantasyNational.com/tj, where you can go and get the best golf stats around. Uh, and get 20% off of any membership level that you choose. You can get a weekly membership, monthly, annual, whatever. It doesn't matter. You can get it all at 20% off at Fantasy National. It's our one-stop shop. It's where we've always gone, where we'll always go to get uh, the best stats, data, lineup builders, optimizers, betting tools, DFS tools. Everything you need is right there on Fantasy National. We've been using these guys four or five years now. You just need to get with the program. If you're not there already, you need to get with it, okay? Um, but I'm excited about the show tonight. Uh, I've got some Wild Leap Vodka. We have a first coming up on the podcast here very soon. Our very first Tour Junkies game show is going to go down live with a, a listener live that's in the chat that's going to be ready to go. And this person could win a pretty nice prize pack from our friends at Wild Leap. We'll get into that here in just a second. Uh, so I'm excited about it. And you know what? I'm really uh, actually, let me say this real quick before I get into this. Shout out to at Cleaver3728 Nut Hut Listener League winner last week at the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Scored 577 and a half points. Earned him a ticket into the Nut Hut Listener League finals and a chance to get an all expenses paid trip to either Augusta or Savannah to come play golf with me and Pat. That should be a great time. Um, man, I'm pumped. I am really pumped. Cam Davis, baby. Cam mother Davis. Good day, you flaming galas. You know? Good day, you flaming guy. What a rip snorter of a week at the Rocket Mortgage for Aussie Cam Davis. You know what I mean? I was sweating him like a gypsy with a mortgage, DB was. I got those, I got those Aussie quotes from my friend Aussie DB there in the nut hut, you know. I see Michael Caridi in the chat. It's just been, it was such a great sweat there. Having Cam Davis talked him up on the show here at 160 to 1, I told you to jump on it. I told you it was going to get shorter, and it did, mate. It did, mate. You know, uh, crikey, it just got so shorter. I can't do that forever. But, you know, I do have a great Aussie accent. It's freaking amazing. I'll say that. Almost as amazing as that tall, languid Aussie Cam Davis. God bless America. Even though it was the 4th of July, and he's not, he's not American, God, he just feels so American. You know what I mean? He just feels American. I'm not trying to take anything away from you Aussies. I love you. You know I love you. But he just, he feels so damn American. It's not even funny. And I'm, I'm you know, I was on the show last week. I said he's 160 to 1. I think it was a 161 on DraftKings. And PointsBet had him at 80 to 1. And I said, if you don't do that, you are insane. I literally said it. I said, you're insane. You need to jump on it right now. Um, I tweeted out last Sunday before the show. I saw him in the field, and I said, a par 72, four par fives, a course that Bryson bludgeoned to death a year ago. 
give me Cam Davis at, at the cheap price and the long shot odds. I tweeted that on Sunday. I came here and pumped him up. Uh, I wrote him up in the betting card on DB's Big Balls betting card. Now back in the positive for units on the year. Just betting bomb outrights at 25 to 1 or longer. God, what a tournament. It was such a sweat. The whole out eagle. I thought I was done. I thought I was done. I thought it was over. I thought Lebi- I thought Lebiota or Neiman was going to win the thing. And the chip in eagle on, on the par 5. And then the birdie on 18. My God. And I was trying so hard not to tweet. You guys have no idea the restraint I showed. If you look at our Twitter timeline, I, I, was, I was just, I was sweating it out just myself with my family and the Nut Hut, which is also my family. I was in the Nut Hut saying some stuff, but I was not going to dare put it into the Twitter sphere what was going on. I wasn't going to talk about it, um, and I didn't. The playoff was extremely stressful. It was another pillow fight, just par fest. I just knew I was going to get... When Troy Merritt, when Amish Troy hits a, a bomb into the par five on the playoff hall, I think it's like the fourth playoff hall, when he gets on the green in two and has 30 feet for eagle on that playoff hall over water, I thought, I'm, I'm done. Troy Merritt, Amish Troy is about to beat sexy Cam Davis on a par five. When they got to the par five, or when, when, they par, when they both tied the hole before, I was like, this is great. Par five, come, Cam's got a big advantage. We're good. Then they get to the par five. They both stripe it. I mean, Troy hits like 308. What is he doing? What, what is he doing? Somebody needs to check his driver this week for, uh, for something, for trampoline effect. And then he hits it to 30 feet for eagle before Cam hits a second shot. And I was like, I'm about to get beat. Cam Davis is about to get beat by Amish Troy Merritt, who, despite what CBS wants to tell you, I cannot believe was a basketball phenom. Give me a fucking break, CBS. I just refuse to believe that Troy Merritt was a basketball phenom. What, what are we talking about? Did we confuse him with Gary Woodland? Did he, is he playing a joke on you? What is going on? There's no way... I, am, I believe that Troy Merritt was a basketball phenom. So I, I just, then Cam sticks it to, to 20 feet inside of him and like pimp walks after it. God, oh, it was amazing. Fireworks in my pants that whole time. Cam Davis, it's great when you get a player young and you ride them early and often, and then they finally finish for you. You know what I mean? They just pound it in there and they finish. That's what Cam did for us. God, I love him. If you know Cam, if you know somebody that knows Cam, you, we need to get Cam on the show. We, we, don't, we, try, we don't do a lot of talk player interviews anymore, but we need to get Cam on the show. Help us out. Tweet him. Bug him. Do whatever you got to do to help us get him on the show. Uh, people in the chat asking if I hedged. Uh, hell no, I didn't hedge. Like, what are we talking about? I'm not going to... No. No, I didn't hedge. If, if this were my job, maybe I would have hedged. If this was my livelihood, maybe I would have hedged. But no. I've been riding Cam for too long. When he got to the playoff and when Neiman went out, I was very scared of Neiman. When Neiman went out, I felt good. I'm not going to, no, I should have hedged. The book would say to hedge, but screw that. I am not, I, I, your boy, I'm not going to do that. So I did not hedge. Not on Cam. If it had been another player, probably maybe would have hedged. But no, um, did not hedge. But God, felt so good to see Cam do that. 
Um, oh man, it was just so it was so nice. Listen, next week is the Open Championship, and if you guys don't remember, I lost a bet. I lost the best friends bet to Pat at the U.S. Open, and I have to get a part of my body waxed. And so I have a, I have a, uh, a thing for you guys um, that you need to comment. Comment in the YouTube chat, or if you're in the chat live, wait and comment till the show's over. If you're not listening live or watching live, then go ahead and comment now. Give it a thumbs up, first of all, and subscribe. But I got one of two options. Would you rather me see, would you rather see me get waxed by my wife, hot wax, ripping hair off my body, on my inner thigh, or my, my butt cheeks? Now, I'm not going to show you my butt cheeks. You're going to see my wife behind me, and she's going to rip the thing, and you're going to see my face, you're going to see her, and you're going to see the... You're gonna see the action uh, now. If if I do my inner thigh, I might just I'll just put my inner thigh on the camera. But one, you may not, you probably don't want either. But the comment in the YouTube inner thigh or butt cheek, which do you prefer? And uh, that's gonna happen next week. So be sure and tell, be sure and tell your friends, tell people that listen. You know, say hey, uh, there's these guys that help me win some money. They entertain me talking about golf every week and. You can see one guy you never you you don't know get something uh, some hair waxed off his body off his uh, off his body skin. Mm. Sip of that wild leaf, guys. You know I don't know Pat Pat's a hit or miss at this point. You know I don't know if he's coming in. He got really pissed at me last week. We had it out after the show was over. Um, you know triggered Pat happens all the time, and it's something I'm very used to dealing with. Been dealing with it for six years, so I, I just. I'm I'm com- I'm comfortable with it. I'm I, you know it is what it is. He did congratulate me on the Cam Davis hit. He talked about how my heater, you know, his heater may have transferred into my heater, my heat box, my heat, my heat uh, compartment. So I'm warming up, is what I'm saying. I'm warming up, and a lot of you guys warmed up too. I saw a lot of big hits. Got a lot of tweets. A lot of tweets. Many many tweets. I can't do a good Donald Trump, but many many tweets. And many people in the Nut Hut won a butt ton of money. Got a couple of emails. Somebody caught him at 300 to 1. Somebody caught a book napping. I think it was Matthew Moore caught a book napping at 300 to 1 on Cam D. Maybe that was live. I think, I think live he dipped pretty, pretty big there late on Sunday. So, um, yeah, a lot of you guys won a lot of money. Big Cam really paid off. We need to get him on the show, man. I just I want to talk to him. God. You know, if I could do what what Pat did last week when he walked off and he gave the whole like, woo, ha ha ha, he did like the Joker thing, that like evil laugh he did. If I could do that, that's what I would do to um, all the haters out there with my Cam Davis hit. God. Mm. All right, don't forget in just a moment, we're going to have, uh, actually, Producer Sam, I don't know that I even told our, our listener a time. He may or may not be ready to go, so maybe we just. Did he, you... has, he has a time. I told him uh, eight forty-five. Okay, fantastic. So, so any minute now, uh, we will have our first live listener get on here and uh, ch- have a chance to win a really sweet prize pack for uh, from the tour junkies. We're gonna do this. Re- we're gonna do this regularly. Nut up or shut up is what it's gonna be called. It's gonna be beautiful. Uh, let's talk about the. Let's talk about this golf course real quick before we get into that. Uh, this is. The John Deere Classic, okay? And I'm just going to go ahead and let you guys know, I'm kind of mailing it in this week. And you know what? I'm actually going to tell you, I think you should mail it in. Fuck it. I mean, fuck it. It's the John Deere Classic, and nobody is here. 
They're all at the Scottish Open. They're all pre-gaming for the Open Championship. Uh, you know, now DraftKings has given you one good contest over there on the European Tour DFS side of things. You could do that. You could bet on the Scottish Open. But all the big names, you got Rory, John Rahm, JT, Morikawa. Uh, the, the big names are over there playing the Scottish Open, and John Deere Classic is uh, stuck with, like, Daniel Berger and Brian Hart. I mean, what do you want? So, you know, I got to be honest, we're kind of mailing it in here. We're just, I'm just letting you know, I'm mailing it in. Clearly, Pat's mailing it in. So we're just going to be here for a good time tonight. Uh, maybe not a long time, but a good time. TPC Deer Run is the host site there in Silvis, Illinois. It's a par 71, okay? It's, uh, it's 7,000 and some, some yards is what it is, is kind of how, how it goes. It's a birdie fest. It's a birdie fest, okay? Michael Kim is one here. Dylan Fratelli's your defending champion from 2019. Bryson DeChambeau got his first PGA Tour victory here, if I remember correctly. Zach Johnson's won here. Jordan Spieth. Um, it's, uh, it's bent grass greens every year. If you look historically over the past few years, it's one of the easier courses, uh, in terms of scoring on the PJ tour. Fairways are kind of easy to hit. The green complexes are kind of easy to hit. It just turns into a total birdie fest, birdie Eagle fest. Fratelli won at 21 under Michael Kim won at 27 under he went B-A-N-A-N-A-S on the greens. He gained like 11 million strokes on the greens that week. Bryson DeChambeau won at 18 under. Ryan Moore, Rymo, won at 22 under. Spieth at 20. The books are going to have this at around 20 or 21 under as, a, as the over-under for scoring. The weather looks fine. It looks soft and scorable as anything. Um, a bunch of long shots have won here. Uh, and then, so it's just, it's just a thing. It's a course. It's a pretty podunk just place to play golf is what it is. That's my course breakdown. I'll tell you that right now. Um, it, it's, uh, yeah, it's the John Deere. Who cares? And then the Scottish is at a place as well. It's at a golf course. So be prepared for that. And, you know, I think, uh, I think the strategy this week is just to not spend a lot of money and save your bankroll for next week is what I think. I think you just save some money and you store up your nuts for the Open Championship next week because I am pumped about the Open Championship. I love the Open Championship, and I'm just going to save a little bit of cash for that. Now, you could say, but DB, aren't you a long-shot season guy? Yeah, I kind of am. And, and TPC Deer Run and the John Deere Classic in the field is full of a bunch of long shots. So, yeah, I mean, it kind of gets me going a little bit, but not much, really. So... I think you scale back the bankroll a little bit. It's going to be super variable, a lot of variance like we had at the Rocket Mortgage, um, where guys who are in shitty form get here and do okay, and guys who are in great form get here and do terrible. Guys who have great history suck it up, and guys who have terrible history do well, and guys who don't check any boxes do great, and guys who do suck it up. Like It's just going to be all over the place. Now, AC brings up a point in the chat. The DK prize pools are still big for the John Deere. They are. Yes, they are. That doesn't mean I'm going to put any, contribute any of my dollars in them. I just, I don't know. It just frustrates me to no end. And I feel like, uh, I feel like I just want to save it up for next week and just double my unit, get a lot of, get a lot of unit going for, uh, for the open championship next week. And don't be fooled either. The Scottish open this week is not like a super linksy place. It's, it's links ish, but it's not, it's actually not a great, and it's going to be a birdie fest too. Actually, weather looks great over there. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of birdies over there too. I don't think it's going to be a super great prep spot for the Open Championship and for what we see at Royal St. George's. Um, so that's, that's that. Now, 
uh, I'm waiting on Pat because I think our guest is ready to go, and I thought maybe Pat would show up because I think he was excited about the game show. But I mean, Sam, is he like, is he, is he still MIA? Is he not? Did he text you and say he hates me, or do you know yet? We're, we're working on it. We'll have many seconds. Jesus, man! What, this, I know. This I know. I know. I know. This uh, this podcast is just a total shit show. It really is. Oh, I know what I can do. I can tell you about our friends out there uh, at Trainer Gray because maybe you guys out there need some high quality video production. Maybe you own your own business. There's a major project you're a part of. Our friends at Trainer Gray filmed a bunch of content for us, and uh, they've they've been working on some real special stuff. And these guys know what they're doing. They're they're they'll go all over the world, literally all over the U.S., all over the world. They'll go to space. If you have a video project you need done in outer space, they'll go there too. It's great. Um, they'll travel all over the place. They work with medical practices, nonprofits, Fortune 500 companies, all the, all the above, making promotional videos to help you represent your brand. We have personally seen their work and worked with them. They do stuff for No Bull, the athletic apparel company. They do stuff for Bill Murray and Caddyshack, uh, Hall of Fame stuff. So if your company does any type of video production, I guarantee these guys can deliver an exceptional product for you. Check them out at trannergray.com. That's T-R-A-N-T-E-R-G-R-E-Y.com and see how they can help you out. Yes, I see in the chat, they do go to Australia. They will 100% go to Australia. And if they do, I may actually end up going, uh, going with them. Oh, wait a second. Wait a second. <clears throat> the... The diva himself just get here when you just get here when you can. Uh, is he here? Hey there, Pat. Welcome to the show. Hey, hey. How's it going? How's it going, DV? You know, I was telling people I wasn't sure if you were going to come back after last week. I was thinking, um, I was thinking you might not come back. But hey, welcome to the show. Of course, of course, I, I was going to come back. Um, had a little prior engagement that I, mm. I needed to uh, take care of there. Okay. Um, well, I've already done the course breakdown, so you don't need to worry about that. And I've already told the listeners, job. I've already rubbed it in everyone's face, the Cam Davis hit. And I've also... I figured you would. Yeah. And I've also already told everyone that we are completely mailing it in this episode, except for the game show. I'm really pumped about the game show. Yeah. Yeah. So, so other- I'm drinking Tito's tonight, by the way. This is the first show I've drank Tito's all... Well, I'm, I'm drinking it now. I, I, when I well, finish this, I might switch. You mean Wild here, Leap? But- mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, actually, you, sorry, it is Wild Leap. Planet Planet Wild Leap. I mean, we don't even have to buy Tito's anymore, so we just use Wild Leap. Uh, Planet Wild Leap is also a great spot, and I'm excited because Wild Leap is the sponsor of this week's game show. Nut up or shut up. That's right. It's the first ever game show of the Tour Junkies. Wild Leap Craft Spirits, based out of Lagrange, Georgia. They supply us with all our liquor, with all our beer with the triple IPAs that Pat was pounding last week and pissing, you know, Woo! just getting all pissy. Uh, so Wildly presents the nut up or shut up game tonight, and they are actually going to give possibly, if, if he wins, uh, a pretty nice prize pack tonight. So uh, producer Sam, let's bring on our very first nut up or shut up contestant, Mr. Josh Kissler. Kiss. What's up, dude? What's up, guys? Look How are we at, doing tonight? Look at Kistler wearing the hat, wearing the... He's got the Siwoo Kim shirt on. He knows what is up. Damn, Kistler. What, you know, Kistler's an OG of the Tour Junkies, and he's a Nut Hut member. He's a, he's a you know, weekly listener, so we thought 
he's a good guy to bring on this show because the first, you know, the theme for tonight, Kistler, is TJ trivia. Okay. So this is, you're going to have to go back into all your years of listening to the tour junkies and kind of, can you get it right? You know what I mean? Now, Kissler, tell the people where you're, where you're from and, um, and maybe, uh, you know, your nut hut handle. I don't know. Shit. All right. Um, from Hickory, North Carolina. Mm. Um, Praise God. Uh, my handle is uh, Wineshine247 or Kissler 24 That's the two, my DK handle and my, uh, Oh, DB. Or excuse me. <laughs> Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You it's got o- me? All right. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, you're starstruck. I get it. Listen, send Kistler right. some head-to-heads on DK and take his money. Because I can tell you right now, he kind of sucked at, uh, at DFS. Yeah. Um, all right, Kistler. We're going to get going here. And listen, I'm just going to be real with you, man. If you, if you don't win, we're not sending you shit. Okay? Uh, this is not I a... I accept that challenge. This is not a participation trophy. All right? Now... Right, right. Here's the deal. We're gonna ask you. Uh, we're gonna ask you a series of questions. You can only miss two questions. If you miss more than two, you lose. Okay. All right. And this is Any about phone of friends or anything like that. We are, we are gonna let you hit up the chat one time. You can ask the chat one time. All right. All right. So if All you right. if you want to choose to ask the chat, you can do that one time. Josh Kissler, right. everybody from Hickory, North Carolina, the first contestant of Nut Up or Shut Up. Now here we go. First question, Josh Kissler. Lower handicap right now, DB or Pat? Currently, I'd I'd say that uh, DB has a lower handicap. That is correct. DB does have the lower handicap. I like that you actually had to ponder that for a second. Well, that makes well, me feel I, good. I, makes... I, exactly. I was just trying to yeah, trying yeah. to make it a little bit more uh, way to sell know, enjoyable it. here. All right. Yeah. yeah there you go. Way definitely. to sell it. He's got the first one right, ladies and gentlemen. Josh, Kiss- Josh Kissler here. All right, Josh. Next question. This is a good one. Now you, if you, you need to know this. How much is a Nut Hut annual membership? All right. Uh, an annual. An annual membership. You are allowed to ask uh, the chat if, if, you, if you're stumped. Let me ask. Let me ask the audience. If I could, oh please. goodness! Okay, he's already yeah, he's oh, already yeah. blowing yeah, his yeah, wad on the uh, second. He is question. already using the chat. <laughs> All right, chat. Tell him uh, how much is an annual membership to the Nut Hut? Now, Josh, can you see the chat, or do you need us to tell you what the people are saying? Uh, I can see the chat. Okay, there you go. There's some stuff starting to come in. I'll let you lock it in. Okay, okay. All right, because I'm paying. You know, it just taken out of my my checking account, mm. so ten dollars a month. Okay, so let's go with. Uh, Let's go with $90 a year. Final answer. $90 there you go. a year. There you go. Josh Kistler gets the second answer right. He is all out of, of help, basically, though. All right, now, this is I'm a good one. Now. This is a really good one. Now, this will show this, – this will – a lot of people will be listening to this scratching their head going, I don't, I don't know. But, Josh, I feel like you've been listening to us long enough, maybe not, to know the answer to this question. Name the Tour Junkies member that endured the highly publicized hashtag dry spell 2K17. <laughs> that might have been before my time. Mm. Um, mm. Well, it's going to be no a- answers in the chat. Okay. No it's going to be an educated guess. Dry spell 2017. Mm hmm. Okay, let me read that question again. Name mm-hmm. the TJ member enjoy the highly publicized dry spell 2K17. Uh, 
Let's just go with Pat. That is correct. <laughs> that was for sure, Pat. I have never been in a dry spell with the ladies. Uh, right, with my right. lady, I'm sorry. God. <laughs> with the ladies. Uh, wow. Is Kristen listening? Uh, yeah, no. Um, uh, by the way, uh, no answers in the chat. Come on, chat. Let's get it together. Come on, guys. But yes, Pat did I have... Know. I don't even know. That was just a guess. Yeah, no, Pat no. had the highly publicized uh, 2K7. One of the one of my favorite running threads of Tour Junkies is the dry spell uh, TK, uh, 2K17. It was a lot of fun. Not one of my favorite. Not one of my favorites. <laughs> a lot of things that are your favorites are not my favorites, and then kind of the opposite. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. All right, Josh, you're doing you're doing really well. All right, you got a couple more here. All right, this is one you 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 need to know. Uh what kind of animal is Golby, the mascot on your head? Uh, this guy right here? Yeah. Oh, he's a squirrel. There we Golby go. Golby the squirrel finding a nut. With That's confidence, right. the blind squirrel. <laughs> I can't represent this without knowing what it is. Very good. Very good. Josh Kistler is well on his way to, uh, to winning some vodka, courtesy of Wild Leap, as well as some beer, courtesy of Wild Leap. They're going to send this to you. You have two questions left, Josh. Uh, so you need to you need to get at least one of these right, okay? Got it, um, got it. But very good, yeah. He is a blind squirrel. He is not a chipmunk or anything else like that. All right. Um, name the shot, like shot, mm-hmm. that that neither tour junkie ever wants to wants to have to take again on this podcast. Oh, uh, that'd be the old ranch water shot. That's the ranch water shot. Ding, ding, ding. Josh Kistler. We, we don't have sound effects. We tried. We're a real low budget operation. But if we did, it'd be, it'd be going, we'd be going crazy right now. Josh nice, Kistler, nice. you have won yourself a prize pack from our friends at Wild Leap Brewing. They're fantastic. Based out of LaGrange, Georgia. Great vodka. Great beer. They sponsored. The, they stepped up and said, yes, we want, we want to send some sap, the first uh, batch of... Uh, <laughs> of liquor and alcohol and booze. You I'll may have to it. sign I'll for it. it. Josh, we appreciate you coming on. We appreciate you, uh, you know, being a longtime supporter of the tour junkies and nut hut member. And, right, and I know you said you weren't feeling great earlier. So this is like the Jordan flu game oh, for you. I, this is exactly right. I pulled it out. Uh, the old wife is going to have to be the Scotty Pippen's going to have to uh, carry me off the court, but uh, that's what she's here for. So <laughs> okay. shout out to my wife. Shout out. To also, the, can I give, no. Can I give one more shout yes. out to my Nut Hut Listener League family? Mm, mm. Oh. Okay. Yeah, we appreciate that. Yes. All of us. Hey, yeah. by the way, Kistler, just before we you hang up here, your hoodie's on the way. That hoodie you oh, that fabulous Tour Junkies hoodie is on the way to you. So you Thanks, should get guys. it this week. Kistler's always Absolutely. one of the first to buy something out of the shop. We appreciate That's that. That's right. Thank Can't you, man. Uh, we, appreci- right, guys. we appreciate it. Thanks for playing. Thank uh, you very much. I appreciate it. Yes. Thanks, Kistler. See you later, man. Nut Up or Shut Up, presented by Wild Leap Vodka and Josh Kistler, the very first contestant. He, he, he did us well. He, he didn't get any wrong. He had to use the – I can't believe he didn't know the Nut Hut was $90 a year. I talk about that all the time. But he, it is what it is. So, you know, you live and learn. But he uses, he uses Lifeline, and he made it. Listen, if yeah. you want to be a part of the next Nut Up or Shut Up, which is happening next week for the Open Championship, you need to join the Nut Hut, and you need to let us know. All right? Let us know. Volunteers tribute for nut up or shut up and we're going to have another nice prize pack i think next week we could have a real big one nice prize pack for the listener who maybe wins next week but if you lose we're not sending you we're not sending you shit um okay pat we're ready to get into some picks buddy are you ready i think so you ready to jump right in here 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, listen, again, I just want to preface everyone, pretty much mailed it in. It's been a holiday weekend. I've had a great time celebrating my Cam Davis winnings. And I've just been, I've been at the pool all day. My face is sunburnt. And I'm just, I'm ready to just mail it in. So here we go. Let's have some fun. Let's all mail it in together looking at this god-awful field from the John Deere Classic. What do you say? Great. All right. Um, let's look at the top range, the 9K and above range here on DraftKings. It starts with, uh, you know, Daniel Berger, which he's a good player. He's the good player in this field. Then Sung J.M., who for $10,900, I think you would have to have a mental illness to play Sung J, given his volatility and price tag. You got Brian Harmon, Cam Davis, Russell Henley, Strillman, Kevin Na, Alex Norin, Aaron Wise, Siwoo Kim, who just uh, withdrew from the Open Championship to prepare for the Olympics to avoid military service. And then Seamus Power at $9,000. If you didn't know, yes, South Korea does require males, I believe, by the age of 25 to fulfill a two-year military service. Um, and the only way out of it is to win an Olympic medal. So with the Olympics... How did they decide on that? Like, what, why did the Olympic medal get... Like, what if... I mean, if you win a major, that doesn't count? Like, why'd they say, well, you, get, you can win a... Or, or is a major part of the equation? I don't think a major is. I think it's an Olympic medal or bust, which is stupid. Because really and truly, like, does anyone give a rip about the Olympics anymore? I feel like the Olympics have gone way downhill since, like, 96 in Atlanta when I went to them. I think since then, it just feels like it's just a disaster. But anyway, um, yeah, Siwoo and Sung J.M. have withdrawn from the Open Championship next week to prepare for the Olympics. Now, we find them here in Silvis, Illinois, and we, both, we find them both in the 9K and above range on DraftKings, and I'm not sure I really want to play either one of them. I mean, Sung J, I just said, I'm not going to play him. Second highest priced guy, considering how back and forth he's been. How up and down he's been. Um, not looking to do that. And Siwoo, I just wonder. Like, I just wonder. I, I, I kind of came around on him late last week. I was in the Nut Hut chatting it up on Wednesday uh, afternoon, talking about Siwoo Kim. But, uh, and, he, and he played okay. I just feel like he comes here to the John Deere, and he's kind of like, listen, I'm, I'm just going to kind of see what happens. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to do up here. But I know that I'm not playing either one of those two guys for now. So there you go. I will start it off um, three tournament plays and a fade. I'll start you off with my fade. The fade, other than Sungjae, is also going to be Kevin Na at $9,500. Kevin Na, approach play is absolutely terrible. He is 68th in approach. He's 104th in opportunities gained. Uh, off the tee play, also bad. Last 24 rounds, 129th off the tee. He missed the cut here in 2017. He finished T8 here in 2018. Now. That's it's all based on the putter for Kevin Knott. Now, I do think that looking at putting is something that I'm going to do. You're putting on bent grass here. I actually pulled the rolling report on Fantasy National just to see who's rolling the rock right now and rolling it with confidence. Um, because I do think, you know, scoring like this may turn into quite the putting contest. In fact, I believe Dylan Fratelli won this event having not gained strokes approach, maybe? It was something like that. I don't know. Again, I mailed it in. I could have half of that right. Yeah, actually, you're right. He did, right? He did not gain did not gain strokes. Ap- 
approach, but putted putted ridiculously well. That's like, insane. Gained like eight strokes putting. That that rarely happens. Michael Kim won here, gaining all the strokes putting. So I mean, Kevin Nye could do it. He definitely could. I think just though your chances are the smart play is to bank on that not happening. So I'm out on Kevin Na. Um, yeah. So the three guys I think are the ones I'm most interested in are now let me say this about my boy Cam Davis. I don't know about Cam. I mean, after your first PGA Tour win, after a playoff, there's usually a letdown. Typically, there's a letdown. I don't believe Cam Davis is in the Open Championship. I'm pretty sure he's not. I think there is one spot left, and it goes to the winner of this event. So maybe he wants to punch his ticket to the Open Championship. I don't know. I just, I do feel like, I mean, the the rule of thumb would be a young guy having to grind it out late on a Sunday in a five, six-hole playoff, whatever it was, for his very first PGA Tour win and then turning around to come here is typically a letdown spot. So I'll probably avoid Cam Davis, though it hurts me. I probably will. Uh, I think I'm going to roll with uh, Russell Henley at 9,900 to start. The approach play, still very solid. We, all, we obviously saw him do very well at the U.S. Open. He finished runner-up here in one try over the last few years. And I just I think Russell Henley, this is a, a very interesting golf course for Henley. Now, I said it was a putting contest, which... You know, if you look over, if you look at the stats, Russell Henley, not great, um, but trending okay. You know, gain strokes with the flat stick at the Travelers, at the U.S. Open, at the PGA. Uh, he can, he's kind of hit or miss with the putter as well. But the ball striking is very solid for Russell Henley, so I'll go him at 9,900. Right below him, Kevin Strillman at 9,700. I'm going to roll with Strillman. This definitely feels like a Kevin Strillman golf course. Um, he checks a ton of boxes, finished seventh here in 2018. Um, yeah, I think this is a great spot for Kevin Strillman. His putter's been kind of okay. You know, nothing tremendous, but just okay. Coming off a missed cut at the Travelers a couple weeks ago, but obviously playing really solid prior to that. But his approach play, opportunities gained, he's number one in this field over the last 24 rounds in that Fantasy National proprietary stat of opportunities gained. So I like that for Kevin Strillman. And then I'm going to go with Seamus Power. 9,000. I'm believing in Seamus Power. Here's Ooh, here's God. yeah nine thousand for Seamus. Power. I know you're gonna go there. I know. Yes, I am. I think <laughs> so. There's a couple things we talked about this before. Obviously, one way that you can gain leverage on a field in GPPs is to overpay, and maybe that's what I'm doing for Seamus Power. But I do like the potential in a birdie fest for Seamus to really get it going. And he is a bomber, and he typically t- you know I'd rather play him on a par seventy two with four par fives to take advantage of, but. This is good enough. We've seen Bombers play really well here before. I think you can any type of player can win here. But the birdie fest, the way that he's been playing lately, um, he's checking a ton of boxes. Sixth in the field, instructing an approach over the last 24 rounds. And actually, uh, top 32 or 32 in the field, instructs game putting on bent grass over the last 24 rounds. He puts well on bent grass. He actually gained 5.7 strokes last week at the Rocket Mortgage putting on bent grass. Very good for Seamus Power. And here's one more thing that I'm going to throw in there this week and in the weeks to come, probably not next week at the Open Championship, but in the weeks to follow. The FedEx Cup playoffs are right around the corner. The top 125 keep their full status tour cards next year, but you got to finish in the top 125 come FedEx Cup playoff time. And guys on the bubble, I promise you, are starting to pay attention to that number. 
And I think that's important. So if you're just inside of that top 125 or you're outside that top 125, these guys have extra motivation, extra incentive to, to get it done. Seamus Power currently sits at 140 on the, in the FedEx Cup standings, and he's been balling. So I'm going to overpay for Seamus Power at 9K, and I feel damn good about it. That is crazy that we're talking about a guy that's 140 in the FedEx. Yeah, at 9K. Rankings at 9,000. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Um, Just so we're well, clear, I said I mailed it in. So. Well, there's a lot of agreement here, actually. Well, for one, Kevin Na. All right, Kevin Na is on the never again list for me. Ever since the Players' Championship, I decided to play him. I don't know why. And he just totally crapped the bed and then made a 20 on number 17 or whatever he made. I don't care. So Kevin Nas on this, the, the do not playlist. So he is a fade for me also. And Cam Davis, I think is a fade. I hate to fade your, uh, no, I, I'm with you. I'm kind of with you. Yeah. I just, uh, I just don't like, by him the way, week. Uh, um, AC just confirmed Cam Davis's first alternate at the open championship. So good to know. Okay. I feel like he'll probably get in, but, um, you know, I love, and I love Henley. He was one of my favorite plays this week. Love Henley. And um, I was kind of surprised, though, that you are not going to play Siwoo. I actually like Siwoo this week. I like Siwoo. Um, you know, he doesn't have to really worry, worry about the Open Championship in that quicks because he's not going to play in it. Um, you know, you look at the stats, checks the box approach, ball striking, opportunities gained. This is going to be a birdie fest. I'm sure you talked about that in the, in the course breakdown. There's going to be a ton of scoring this, uh, this week. So I love some Siwoo here at 9,100. I actually think he could be higher. I think that's actually, I think it's a little bit of a value for Siwoo at 9,100. I mean, you're talking about Seamus at 9,000. For win equity, 100%. Yeah. And Siwoo Kim at 9,100. Yeah, you're you're actually, you're you're right there. I agree with you. That's actually one of the sharpest takes you've had in weeks. Oh, I appreciate that. (laughs) Um, And then the other guy, how can I leave out Alex Norin? My boy, Alex Norin. Dude, how pissed were you going to be if Alex Norin won last week and you were not? You, I was going to be so pissed. God, for one, so I was pissed. obviously pulling for Cam Davis because uh, I knew you had him and it would have been it was a big week for that. But yeah, I had zero Norin anywhere. I don't even think he was he on the he wasn't even on my, on my betting card, was he? I had none of him either. I, I mean, so, but I do like him this week. Look, I mean, the guy is uh, he's playing very well could have won last week um you know making a lot of birdies he's 21st in the field and birdie or better percentage he's top 10 in the field in strokes came putting on bit grass greens great ball striker i think for this week alex norin makes sense again after another good week last week so henley norin and siwoo are my gpp plays and then kevin na is a fade for me i do like strillman also by the way yeah um okay yeah, I don't mind it. You make a nice case for old Siwoo. God dang, man. This, can you imagine? Can you imagine? We're going to have a, first of all, one of two scenarios. If Siwoo wins a medal and exempts himself from military service to South Korea, party at Champions Retreat for uh, anybody that wants to come. We'll just. Do you think he would come? Do you think we could get Siwoo to come to that party? <laughs> maybe. It, depending, on the, depending on the timing, maybe. Uh, but party at Champions Retreat in Augusta, if you guys want to make it there, I'll just I'll tell you what cabin I'm in, and we can all just throw down if Siwoo wins a medal. Because that means it would save us from... Can you imagine uh, the tour without Siwoo? I mean, if, can you imagine our, our precious, sweet, 
South Korean prince over there training in the military, wasting away all his God-given talent and, and absolute fire for, you know, of, a, of humanity over there in military service? I, I, it, it's a dark, that's like a dark age in golf for me if, if, if we get to that point. If if that like, happens, that whatever if that happens, whatever week he he goes to the military service, we're not doing a podcast that week. I don't care if it's the Masters. Who, who are the who are the who are going to be the U.S. players in the Olympics? Justin is Thomas. It, is it anti-American for me to pull against the U.S. players? Oh, I am a hundred percent only pulling for Siwoo Kim here. A hundred. I'm not. I don't give a rip what the U.S. guys do. Don't care. A hundred percent all in on Siwoo. That goes back to my previous point about not giving a shit about the Olympics. Who cares about the Olympics anymore? I really just don't. It feels like it all, half of it is games that no one really plays. You know, you don't even play. Half of it is just bullshit. Like, what are we even doing? If they they would put some real games in there that we all care about, then maybe I'd be interested in it. But I have zero interest in the Olympics. So I'm all in on Siwoo Kim. All in. Free woo. Yeah, Brandon Miller. That's a great hashtag. Free woo. Yeah, free woo. Free him up, man. But listen, if, if he... If Poor he, Sungjae, by the way. Poor I don't Sungjae. care about Sungjae. He's working his ass off. And he's don't care. I, he's probably a nice kid. Don't care. If Sungjae finishes first or last, I don't... Actually, I care if he finishes. I, I just want Siwoo to avoid the military service. That's all I want. I feel like both of those guys would not fare well in the military uh siwoo would siwoo would be great in the military are you kidding siwoo would probably be great dude he'd be starting fights with guys in the in the he'd be he'd be like getting pissed off because somebody said something you know he'd like oh he'd be electric i feel like sungjae would be a problem sungjae would be he'd be bullied siwoo may bully him Siwoo, yeah, like <laughs> them both together. <laughs> Siwoo may get if they get yeah. in the military together. Siwoo may turn everyone else on Sungjae and like bully him. They would meet. I don't know know what like the rankings are in the in the South Korean army, but like Siwoo would immediately get an officer ranking, and Sungjae would be like a private. Yeah, <laughs> and Siwoo would just <laughs> light his ass just... up on the reg. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. God, producer Sam says in December of 2020, South Korea's parliament passed a bill to allow K-pop artists like BTS to postpone their mandatory military service to 30. That pisses me off. Oh, God. Listen, support Siwoo and uh, buy the t-shirt from the Tour Junkie shop. Anyway, that was a major, uh, major turn there. All right, let's get into the 8K range. Is that where we are? I'm pretty sure we are. Yeah, 8K. Mm-hmm. Okay, 8K range starts with Patton Kazire, my boy Mav McNeely, Troy Merritt, Lucas Glover, Zach Johnson, Hank Lebiota. If you're from CBS and you're listening to this, it's not Lebiota. It is Lebiota. Ryan Moore, Doc Redman, Sebastian Munoz, Doug Gim, and Jonathan Vegas. It is Lebiota, people. God. She, I mean, just... Let's not butcher the guy's name all Sunday afternoon. Anyway, uh, we know Hank. Why do you get to have so many of your boys? Who, who, who? Like Cam Davis is your boy. Who did Vincent I say? Whaley is your boy. 
Maverick McNeely is your boy. Like, have you how picked any of these guys? Get? Have you picked any of these guys repeatedly I and pick, had them do well? I pick Maverick McNeely no. all the time. No, you don't. No, you don't. I've been all over Mav McNeely this year. He is my boy. So you can claim your boy. You can claim another boy. But Maverick McNeely is my boy. You know he is. The people know he is. I'm all over him. All okay. over him. And I'm all over him this week. I like him this week. Love him this so week. So am I. So am I. That's why I said that. So you why like you think I said that. So you like my boy Maverick McNeely. Great. Congratulations. Um, yeah. All right. Well, who else do you like? So I like Maverick McNeely. He's there at 8,800. Good ball striker, 33rd in the field, 34th in op- opportunities gained. He's fourth, by the way, in birdie or better percentage. He, um, by the way, if you look at just strokes gained approach on this course, does well, 33rd in the field. He's 23rd in strokes gained putting on bent grass greens. Love some Maverick McNeely at 8,800. And then if I drop yeah, down to the bottom at 8,000. Now, this is my boy. This is my boy. I've been on Jonathan Vegas, Johnny Vegas, a lot this year. Yikes. I like him again. I like him again this week at eight thousand. I think he's actually pretty good value in this field. Um, you look at twenty second in the field in approach, second in ball striking, fourth in opportunities gained. What is Sorry. this like twenty eighteen? Are we going back to dry spell times where you like Johnny Vegas and he's good again? No, he's been he's been pretty good lately. Johnny Vegas is like the girl in high school that you dated that was kind she was like you knew she was gonna be fat, but she wasn't in high school. She was just very well developed and so guys were kinda into her and so you dated her and you were proud of it then. But now when you look at her on Facebook and she's like, you know, two seventy five, you are embarrassed to say anything about it. But what has he won? He's won probably four or five golf tournaments on tour. You look at his, he's coming in in pretty good recent form, had that T2 over in uh, the tournament we shall not name, made the cut at the U.S. Open. Um, Vegas is, uh, I think he's pretty good this week at 8,000. Um, okay. So there you go. Who's your By the fade? way, my fade is, um, who is my fade? <laughs> You're making it up as you go, clearly. I forgot who my fade was. Uh, I'm going to uh, go with Patton Kazire because he just oh, pisses me off. Oh, no. No, you can't. Fade I can't. Him. I cannot get Patton Kazire right. He is tough um, to get right. What is his problem? He's a TJ guy too. He was an early TJ yeah. guy. We need to have him back on the show and be like, "Hey, can you?" Explain I mean, he's going to check a lot of boxes. Riley says that's highly specific. My uh, my uh, analogy there, and yes, I could give you her name, but I won't. Also, um, I, I think we can't skip this comment. Marcus Miklovich, who writes our LPGA Tour article in the chat just a moment ago said that if uh Siwoo wins a medal he will get a hashtag free woo tattoo marcus miklovich said that so you've heard it here folks marcus miklovich the free woo tattoo i can't wait for that that's fantastic mm. um <clears throat> yeah live on the show you should get it live on the marcus show. you should send us the video you should take a video or yeah do or just time it make an appointment and get it live on the show it'd be fantastic we need to get Patton back on the show. You're right, though. He is tough to get. He is tough to get right. I'm just gonna go with the chalk here, and I feel like it's McNeely, who we already talked about, and Hank Lebiota. I mean, how good is Hank playing right now? Man, he's been he's, he's playing been so, good. so good. And now we did talk to somebody close to Hank on Sunday, and I said, "Tell me what has turned around for Hank because he was just kind of like treading water there on tour, and all of a sudden, Bing Bang Boom." 
you know, T13 at the Valspar, 17th at the Byron Nelson, 5th at the Travelers, 4th last week at the Rocket Mortgage with a chance to win late on Sunday. And this person said his lag putting. His lag putting has gotten substantially better. Something's triggered an improvement in the lag putting and confidence, which obviously means a big deal. It, it really means, it's, it means a lot for these guys, especially the younger guys on tour. We like Hank a lot. He's, he's Pat's uh, more handsome doppelganger, I would say. He's given Pat hair advice before. So I think we got to go with Hank. I mean, look at the, and, and the putting shows. I mean, look at his putting the last four weeks has been phenomenal. The irons have been good. He's very good around the greens. He's not the longest hitter, but you don't have to be here. I think it's a good spot for Hank, and I like that he got to feel it late on Sunday. You mentioned him, you know, props to you for the outright call on Hank last week. I was thinking, holy crap, we're about to, ha- you were about to hit the Hank outright. And, and I think it was a good call by you. And I said, I, I want to see, see Hank be in the mix on a Sunday before we call it for an outright. And I'm glad we just saw it. Now, mm-hmm. I think for, you know, one of the reasons I said that is kind of what he demonstrated late on Sunday. He missed a couple putts that were not good. He had some squirrely shots late, last few holes. But I, I like Hank here. I think he felt it. It's there. He's, he's, a, he's a Florida State guy. Played with Daniel Berger. He was a 2016, uh, I think, All-American. He, he's got chops, man. Like, Hank Lebiota can be the real deal. So, I like him. My fate is going to be Ryan Moore. F Ryan Moore is all I got to say. F him. He, uh, he's got a new caddy on the bag. Apparently, it's his friend. Who wants a friend on the bag, right? Yeah. I F mean, Ryan fuck, Moore. Who wants a friend on the Why would you put your friend on You know what? You know, you know how shitty I would play if Pat were on my bag? Terrible. I need somebody who knows what they're doing. So he's going through a caddy wait, change. Wait a second. Wait a second. No, it's because you're my friend. Caddy. Yeah, but you're my friend first. You know what I mean? Okay. You're my All friend right. first. So, you know, playing, I know he's got a, a history here and blah, 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 but he's playing like absolute shit. And, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's new caddying. He's new caddy searching. That's never good. You know, we saw that with Bryson last week. <laughs> By the way, chalk bomb anyone? Chalk bomb? Bryson? Miscut? What are we doing? I got no, we got no tweets. We got very few tweets, very minimal tweets from Chalk Bomb Ben's Bryson call. So, yeah, that's my fate. That's what happens when that's it's what that happens. good. Yeah. And it's been good two weeks in a row, by the way. Two weeks we in a row. Nothing. It was kind of, yeah, it was kind of heating up two weeks in a row. And then here we go. We're heating up. All right. Uh, 7K range. Uh, we got just a bunch of guys here in the old 7K range, Pat. Uh, Kyle Stanley leads it off along with our boy CH3, Bo Hostler, your boy. I would say your I would say Bo Hostler is your boy, by the way. Fratelli, H3, like Kramer Bigcock is in here from a couple weeks ago. Sepp Straka, who pissed a lot of people off, is in here. I think your boy is Tom Lewis. I think he's another one of your boys. JT I like Tom Lewis. I know you do. See? You see, you have boys. JT Poston, uh, our boy. I would say our boy. You got uh, Mark Hubbard, Scott Stallings been playing good, Henrik Norlander, my boy, I'm going to say, uh, Brandon Hagee, who I almost had as the first-round leader if it weren't for freaking Davis Thompson's ass on Thursday last week, uh, Andrew Putnam. and Tom uh, Lewis, by the way, was almost first-round leader, uh, Tom too. Tom Lewis also first-round leader. Yes, you're right. You had him as well. So anyway, that's the 7K range. I'll start with my fade here, Sepp Straka. God dang it. 
I, I what want. What the hell is wrong with Sep? I don't know, man. I want it to work out between us, Sep. I really do. I want you to be my boy, but you're not there. You're just not. You're not there yet. I hate to tell you. The length that Sep has is somewhat neutralized here. Now, I am also interested in other bombers, but Sep is struggling in other areas. The irons, primarily, is 120th in this field in strokes gained approach over the last 24 rounds and 139th in opportunities gained over the last 24 rounds. And he's also 51st in strokes gained off the tee, which isn't great considering how long he hits it. Sepp's ball striking is just very hit or miss right now, and I'm not excited about it. So, you know what? I got on him last week. I was all over him, and yes, he burned me a lot. Thank God I had Cam Davis. He burned me a lot. But I'm, and, and you know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm being a, a dummy and I'm jumping off, but I don't know. Like, he just hasn't proven enough for me to stick around. So I'm out on Sepp Straka. Ah, for the rest of these jokers, um, I kind of just like the two guys at the top. Listen, I mean, I'm not, I'm not crazy about getting into the low sevens here, even though this is a long shot event and like it's a birdie fest. Any of these guys can pop. I just don't feel now, and and also, I mean, we should have said this at the top. You're gonna make lineups and feel super queasy if you don't feel really tingly and and nauseous when you build lineups or you place outright bets then you're not doing it right here in fact i don't know that you can do it here and not feel that way because it's just it's just it's a bad field it's a really really bad field so there is going to be an element of that but this even with that like i don't love going too low into the sevens and sixes there weren't a lot of guys that really popped for me so i see myself building a more balanced lineup. I mean, even my, my nine can above guys, the highest price guy I like was Russell Henley. So uh, I like Kyle Stanley. The ball striking is going on. I don't think Kyle Stanley wins here because his putting is too bad to win. I mean, it's absolutely garbage, but I think he could top 10 here easily. And at 7,900, I think that's all I need him to do. So I'll go there. Now a guy who can putt, whose ball striking is trending very nicely, who is Pat's boy at 7,800 is Bo Hostler. So those are my those are two of my favorite plays here would be Stanley and Hostler. Ball striking's trending nicely and he's a very good putter. That's one of the one of the things that's kept him on tour. Uh Kyle Stanley currently a hundredth in the FedEx Cup standings. I talked about that earlier with uh Seamus Power and Bo Hostler sitting at one forty four. So outside that top one twenty five number, and Kyle Stanley needs to keep it rolling to stay in that top one twenty five in the FedEx Cup standings. So I'll go with those two. And then I will add a little Pat Perez, another guy who's been putting mm-hmm. well at 7,700. Good putter. Uh, ball striking is, is trending okay. It's not great. But he is 26 in strokes gained approach. Pat Perez currently 107th in this field um, in terms of FedEx Cup points. And T37 here last year in, 29, or in 2019, the last time they played it. So... Uh, along with Hostler's T26. And Kyle Stanley has a pretty good record here with a couple top 20s and a, uh, actually three top 25s here in the last five years. So all three of those guys have somewhat of decent finishes here um, at the John Deere Classic TPC Deere run. So I'll, I'll roll with those three in that top tier. Okay. Um, well, as you could imagine, Bo Hostler was one of my plays here at 7,800. He's, yes. uh, you know, He's coming in pretty hot. He's made he's 
finished in the top 25 in his last three events. Um, you mentioned his putting. Uh, obviously, it is very good. He is number one in this field in putting on bent grass greens. So I do like Bo Hostler here. I'm with you there. Um, my fade, by the way, is Dylan Fratelli, your previous yeah. champ, even though that was in 2019. Um, yeah. I'm not, just not a fan of Fratelli at all. He sucked at, at all. He has just been bad. I know he can hit. He actually, he'll surprise you with as long as he is. He's long. We've talked about that before. The yep. guy is long as shit. I mean, as a matter of fact, I think at the, uh, was it the US Open? He had like the longest drive of uh, the tournament. Um, but I'm out on Fratelli. Um, also uh, was with you on Pat Perez. And then Patrick Rogers has a good history here. Finished second here a few years ago, back in 2017. Uh, we've seen some good results out of Patrick Rogers. He's made his last four cuts recently. Um, you know, is a guy that uh, I think is, you know, he can score. He's 20th in the field in opportunities gained. He's also top 10 in the field in putting on bent grass greens. So I do like Patrick Rogers as well. Um, so Rogers, Perez, and Hostler are my three GPP plays. Fratelli is my fave. I like it. Um, don't mind those at all, Pat. Let's get into the 6K range here. This is uh, quite ugly. Um, before we do that, I just need to tell everybody to get in the Nut Hut. I know it's, it's the John Deere and it sucks, but the Nut Hut is well worth its weight. Um, and it's worth the t you know, $10 a month or, $20 or $90 a year. If you're a member of the Nut Hut, every time you buy something in the TJ shop, you get 20% off all your purchase. Um, for the lifetime of your membership, which is pretty freaking stupid. Okay, that's a good deal. We got hoodies in the shop now. We got the Siwoo Kim t-shirts in the shop now. Uh, we got a fresh batch of towels in. We got still got some head covers, hats, t-shirts. All the stuff is in there, and you get 20% off of all that. Plus, you're in the Nut Hut, right? Along with 450-something other members, all in there getting better at DFS and betting on golf and better at other sports. We got a baseball chat in there, a Major League Base, uh, uh, or NFL, NBA, hockey, everything's in there. Gaming is in there. We got some people in there gaming some stuff. I don't know what they're, I've never been over there, but they're doing some stuff in there. Uh, we're having a good time in the Nut Hut, the Caddy Info Channel, where our resident PGA Tour caddy of 10 years, John Radhouse, gets in there, and he gets in there every week, and he says what he got, what he's got in his notes. You know, he shares what he's got in his brain and his notes with you on the golf course and what he thinks is going to take the win. Our boy Wes Bearden, the caddy info, is worth the $10 by itself. That's right, Wes. And in the caddy info, that's where we put, you know, all the press clippings, all the interviews that go down every single week on the PGA Tour. We, we, we read every transcript, every interview, and we only clip what we think is important for building lineups or making bets. We screenshot that, put that in the caddy info, so it's all right there at your fingertips. You don't have to do all the other reading and garbage you know it's all right there that's there uh ownership projections the the wednesday night chat is always great um it's just the best ten dollars a week ten dollars a month ninety dollars a year for the nut hut go to tourjunkies.com click on golby's nut hut and join today it's all done through discord super easy to do on your phone the mobile app is killer website's killer everything's killer get in get amongst it uh as our friends at subpar say and let, let's join the Nut Hut. In the 6K range, Pat, I got a few. Uh, I'm going to go with freaking Roger Sloan, which is 
I mean, he stands out. He stands I out. I think there's two guys that really stand out more okay. so than Okay, who's your other guy that you think stands out? Adam Schenk. Okay. Right I'll, there, both together at 6,900. Yeah. I'm usually a sucker for Adam Schenk, and he it doesn't normally pay off, but I could get, I could, I could do it. I could get down with it. Um, Sloan, for sure. I mean, it's kind of weird, but yes. I also could do, now, okay, back to my FedEx Cup stuff. Roger Sloan, 142 in the FedEx Cup. Schenk, 135 in the FedEx Cup. Both of those guys, they don't finish in the 125. They're, they're out of here. Like, they, no, no status, or not good status next year. Um, Camilo Vajegas down there uh, is interesting to me. He's at 6,600. Checks a box in approach. Opportunities gained. Uh, he currently sits at 113 in the FedEx Cup standing, so just inside the top 125. He needs to hang on. He's got a T12 here, a T25, a T16, all in the last four years. So Vajegas is kind of interesting to me. This seems like a course that he's, he's, he likes, he's familiar with, he's played here a lot. Um, yeah, so I like those three. Those are my guys. That's all you got? Yeah, I like the, I like... I mentioned Sloan, or you mentioned Sloan. I like him too. I like Shank, and I like I like Cameron Percy. Um, okay. Now, last time I was kind of on him. I don't know when that was. He screwed me. Um, but you look at the stats for Cameron Percy. He's top ten in the field in strokes gained approach, top thirty in ball striking, top fifteen in opportunities gained. His putting is definitely suspect, but we know that anybody can get a, you know, get a hot get hot with a putter this week. I think Cameron Percy. Um, could do that at 6700 so i like him there there you go nice um you also got the uh you also got the match this week with uh phil and brady and bryson and rogers you know i mean it'll be interesting to watch especially with the whole bryson yeah i mean bryson phil stuff is that tomorrow when is that i think it's wednesday is it wednesday no no Phil and Brady are plus 130. Yeah, it's tomorrow. Producer Sam says tomorrow. Phil and Brady are plus 130 on all the books, and I like that. I just, you get, you get plus money on two winners. Two guys that no matter what they do, they want to win. They want to kill. Um, and I just don't know that, that Bryson has that. I, I, don't know, I just don't know. This is his first one. Like Phil's done the match a few times. He's going to be all up in Bryson's brain. Um. I like the plus money there with Phil at plus 130. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I agree tried to parlay that on a couple places, and I couldn't do it, but with, it, with you know, outrights and other tournaments. But anyway, it'll be interesting to watch. I don't know. I, I haven't seen a whole lot of props out there yet for that, so not much to cover there. Uh, I do think there is one good contest for the Scottish Open. If you want to get in that on DraftKings, like I said, you could do that. We'll talk a little bit of Scottish Open betting outrights on the betting show. Not much, but um, a little bit. And we'll be pumped for the Open next week. Open Championship next week, the last major of 2021, the last major in this like run of majors that we had in a few short months due to COVID and all the stuff getting shuffled around. I can't believe how fast it's gone, but I love the Open Championship. Hard to believe that's the last major. Yeah. Hard to believe. It's it's one of my favorite majors, and and I, I... I hate that we missed it last year, but I'm excited about it this year. And we're going to bring a great show next week. We're going to have Nut Up or Shut Up. We're going to have uh, a game, Nut Up or Shut Up game next week. We're going to have me getting waxed next week. 
Don't forget to put that Ooh, in the comments. I forgot about that. Yes. Yeah. Don't forget to put that in the YouTube comments. Inner thigh or ass cheek? Which one do you think would be better? What do you want? Vote now in the YouTube comments. Give it a thumbs up. Give it a subscribe. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Join the Nut Hut, and I will see you in the DFS streets. May your screens be green for the John Deere Classic from TPC Deer Run. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. See ya! Oh!